coffee and your Bible. Good morning. I think we have, do we have everything now? We have some technical It's going to take y'all a while to find us. But anyway, this is Wednesday, Live. September the 28th. This is Daybreak Live. We're going to do this whole thing again. Boom. Okay, thanks for being here. Seems like I cannot keep from making mistakes lately down here. Anyway, I didn't have the microphone even plugged in. It was not even plugged in. <laughs> so we're going to try to sing Creed. But for all of you that got the Charlie Chapman version. Like that. Uh, 
Good morning. <laughs> oh me. Oh my. Isn't God good? He is. All right. So we are in Revelation chapter nine. And uh, let's dive right in and pick up where we left off yesterday. We are talking about demonic locust. He we we yesterday we read the first 12 verses and then we talked about probably the first three verses four verses and we will pick up from there this morning and just jump right in now remember he saw this star falling from heaven to the earth from heaven to earth and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit and uh we call this the abyss the abyss the bottomless pit he opened it, smoke arose out of the pit like the smoke of a great furnace. So that was the view he had, was the great furnace. And the smoke was so powerful, there was so much of it that the sun was darkened. Uh, the sun and the air was darkened by the smoke of the pit. Verse 3, then out of the smoke, locusts came upon the earth. Locusts came upon the earth. To them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power and we called these yesterday the, we said these demon locusts that's what i call them demon locusts now in the book of exodus chapter 10 there was natural locust was the plague in egypt and these locusts were unleashed and they they swarmed over the land of egypt eating everything that had been left by the hail everything that it left behind the locust ate but what's interesting here as these are given power, it says, like scorpions of the earth have power. So then we know as the description goes, they have stings. They have like scorpion tails. They have stings in their tails. Now, verse 4. They were commanded not to harm the grass of the earth, nor any green thing. Now, this is totally different than a natural, normal locust. Not to harm any of the grass, the green thing, or any tree, but only those men, and here I would say those people, those men who do not have the seal of God in their foreheads. Now, now this is just my opinion, but my opinion, this is, this can be in this, uh, those who have the seal of God in their foreheads, you know, the only ones we actually read of that says, and he sealed the 144,000. But it would seem to, to me, just as reading the, the judgments going out, this is just Brother Scott's opinion, that uh, this would be anybody now that has repented even during these trumpets. Uh, remember that the trumpets are given, and, and only a, a third of this, and you know a third of the ships, all these are warnings. They are callings to repentance. We talked about this. Uh, yesterday and like brother charles reminded me yesterday that we are in the days of repentance right now what's called the 10 days of awe and the 10 days of awe are 10 days of repentance uh rosh hashanah it's called it in the jews call it rosh hashanah historically i mean biblically it's yom torah yom torah or the feast of trumpets but then there's the tradition has been that there's 10 days to where 
people repent for 10 days solid and they're asking uh, God to help them clean up and because the day of atonement is coming and when the day of atonement comes under the law that is the one day of the year that the high priest would go in and make atonement for the sins of the nation and the the saying was may your name be inscribed in the book right in the book of life in other words may you get another year of life but we are in what's now the days of repentance days of turning to the lord and as i have said one of the 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 purpose i think someone asked sister diane asked what uh is the purpose or diana purpose of the third of this being destroyed and a third of that being destroyed and and i believe it is partial judgments to bring people to repentance god's desire is for people to repent and to turn to him for the lord is not willing that any should perish but all come to repentance now as people they will get harder and harder and harder in these judgments but our prayer is surely some are repenting and turning to the lord but when these scorpions when these demon locusts who have stingers come upon the earth they are commanded these are not normal locusts they're different than normal locusts they're only hurting people and they're only hurting people that don't have the seal of god in their forehead verse five they were not given authority to kill them they were not allowed to kill anybody but to torment them for five months. So God is sovereign and God says, I will not allow you to kill anybody. You can only bring torment, right? Still, I think this is judgment mixed with grace. Stronger judgment mixed with grace. Repent, repent, repent. The door is closing. The time is closing for the ability to repent. It's getting close. And then it says five months. Well, I think that's interesting because we're talking about in the last three and a half years, right? So these, this trumpet blast, this trumpet blast, we don't know about the first four, but we know this one. These locusts have the ability to hurt people for five months. Okay. And as we read yesterday in verse 12, once it is passed, it says now two more woes come hereafter. So we know the sequence is after the fifth is over, then six and seven, right? So to torment them for five months, their torment was like the torment of a scorpion when it strikes a man. Now, I have never been stung by a scorpion. I have no idea what that feels like. Maybe some of you do. Maybe you could put it in here. Uh but I don't know. It's bound to hurt, you know. And, you know, you get stung by a wasp, it hurts. It hurts me anyway. So, a scorpion sting, whatever that is like, this is what they do to people. Verse 6, during this time of torment, people are going to want to commit suicide. In those days, men will seek death and will not find it. They will desire to die. Death will flee from them. They will not, 
be permitted to die during this torment. Verse 7. Now he's going to describe the locust. He said the, the shape of the locust was like. And notice when he says was like. He is. Because when we get into this. This is like. This is some wild stuff we're reading. And. There's every kind of explanation that you can have out there. What's he talking about? You know, someone that sees it more in a preterist would be talking about maybe, you know, descriptions of armies from the east or, the, you know, the barbarians from the east or something like that. For somebody like Irvin Baxter, he would say, oh, he's seeing helicopters and he's seeing inside these helicopters, you know, the faces of men and, you know, uh, and it looks like they got scorpion tails. So so everybody's got a different way of looking at these things, but it is so detailed and he's describing it like uh, I'm just gonna take it like it like it says it here. It was like horses prepared for battle. On their heads was crowns of something like now notice something like goat. So he's describing it, it was like it looked it, it was like horses. Now I looked up some pictures. I was going to download a picture because I knew there'd be some artists out here that's rendered this, you know, I, and I looked up some pictures and uh, I, after looking at all the pictures, I decided not to show you one. Pretty scary looking creatures. Just let your imagination do it. So they looked like horses and on their heads was something like, he said, gold. It's like crowns of gold. Their faces were like faces of men. So they, they had like, human faces okay uh their hair was like women's hair so that'd be long they had long hair very long hair i would imagine uh their teeth were like lion's teeth and they had breastplates like breastplates of iron so it was like horses but it was more like He's describing horses that are fitted for war with breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was like the sound of chariots. So now these are winged horses, but he's calling them locust. And when they're flying, it sounds like, now we know this sound from movies, right? We know this from movies, many horses running. So get that sound of many horses running in your head. That's what it was. That's what he was hearing. Running into battle. And they had tails. <laughs> sound effects. Thanks, babe. Welcome. They had tails like scorpions. And their stings were in their tails. Their power was to hurt men for five months. This is their job. Demon locust set loose upon the earth. What is their job to hurt people for five months? Now, verse 11, this is interesting. Now, look at this. They had as king over them the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon. But in Greek, he has his name Apollyon. And here's what this is in English. Destroyer. The destroyer, that's who it is, the destroyer. Now, think about this. We read yesterday that the Apostle Peter understood, and I think the Apostle Peter 
is referencing to the book of First Enoch, by the way. But in the book of First Enoch, you have what happened before the days of the flood and these fallen angels. And, and you can read Genesis chapter 6 and how wickedness came upon the earth and it became so vile, so wicked, so ungodly that God was disgusted with man. Matter of fact, it says that God was sorry that he had even created man upon the earth. It grieved him in his heart that he had put men upon the earth. They were so vile and so wicked. So then God chose Noah to build an ark. Noah and his wife and his three sons, God chose them in that generation. Says, I'm going to start over with you and I'm destroying everyone else. And so all of these half-breeds, these creatures, these demonic beings, these fallen angels. And what we read yesterday, if you remember, and I jotted down the scriptures, 2 Peter 2, 4, for God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to the abyss, the bottomless pit, to be reserved and changed until the last day. Well, what's happening here? The opening of the bottomless pit. There was an angel that was so bad, this is my opinion, there was an angel so bad, his name is the destroyer. And he's been locked up. He's been locked up all this time. From the days of Noah. He, he's captain. Now, the fact that he's captain or king over them means there's a rank and file to these demonic locusts. So we're talking about demons, but we're talking about someone in charge and someone under them in charge, right? Yet God is sovereign because God doesn't allow them to kill anybody, only to hurt them for five months. But when I think about this, in Hebrew, his name is Abaddon, which means destroyer. And in Greek, his name is, he has his name Apollyon, which is the destroyer. This angel is so bad that he's been locked up, but now he is set loose here at the end. During this time, it's the culmination. Everything's going to come to a head. The final war between good and evil. Well, and to bring Jesus to sitting on the throne or at least the one that's going to bring in and usher in the thousand-year reign. Amen. Then he says in verse 12, One woe is past. Behold, still two woes more are coming after these things. And that brings us to the end of the fifth trumpet. And as we talk about, you say, man, we have been, this is some strange, this is strange stuff. And I will agree with you. I will say, amen, I agree with you. Because it's strange does not mean it's literal. Now, most people do not take this literal. And maybe some of you don't take it literal. I'd like to know what you think about this. But every time that I have listened or studied someone's opinions of this, where they take it spiritually and they apply it. So much of it has to be left out, you know. It's like, well, I mean, it kind of fits. I mean, I can see where you get that, but then what about this? And what about this? And I would like to say this, just because we have never seen it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Just because this is a creature that we have never beheld does, 
you know, I've never seen a thousand dollars, but I, I mean, a million dollars, I've seen a thousand. I've never seen a million dollars, but I bet it does exist. I've never seen creatures like this. And, and John is describing something and he's trying to use things that he knows about that he has seen to describe these creatures that come out. And so I would, I would even take it as saying, well, he's kind of describing it. So even as he describe it, describes it, it's, it's like he's saying, well, it's kind of like this. And, and, it, and it's, it was something like, something like a gold crown. And so if you've had visions and dreams, you kind of can understand what he's talking about. Because sometimes when you're trying to describe that vision, it's like, well, I mean, I see, it, 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 here's what I relate it to, right? But this woe is past, and behold, two more are coming. Sixth angel sounded, verse 13, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God. Now, so in the tabernacle, there's a golden altar with four horns. Moses made that after the pattern that he's seen in heaven. And notice, he said, I saw, well, he said, I heard a voice, excuse me, from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpets, release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. Release the four angels that are bound or who are bound at the great river Euphrates. We'll pick up from there tomorrow. Thoughts. I would love to know your opinions on this. I know I've got a lot of wonderful men of God in here. I'd love to read your opinions as well as we uh, look at these strange things. Here is the thrust of the message. You don't have to worry about the locust. Can I get an amen? You don't have to worry about the locust if you belong to Jesus. You belong to the Lord. You don't have to worry about it. You hold on to the Lord. You walk with the Lord and you don't have to worry about these judgments. Praise the Lord. You will face tribulation. I will face tribulation as we live for God in an ungodly world. But we don't have to worry about the judgments of God because they're not going to be poured out on me or you. Hallelujah. We don't have to bear them. Well, thank you, Lord, for this study. Thank you for the book of Revelation, Lord. I thank you, God, for this study that we're going through. And we're reading fascinating things that, Lord Jesus, you told us we're blessed. Just if we read it and hear it, which must mean, Lord, it is supposed to uh, stir our hearts to repent and to make sure that we are right with you. So, Lord Jesus, we love you. We praise you. We receive you as our Lord and Savior. We thank you, God, for being our King. We thank you, God, that we don't have to worry about the destroyer. And we don't have to worry about the demonic locust. We don't have to worry about these things because we belong to you. And we praise you for the blood. Thank you for the blood of the Lamb that covers us and cleansed us and took yeah, care of Lord. us so that we don't have to worry about these things. But Father, we pray for the people on the earth. We pray for the people uh, that don't know you, God. We pray that the church would wake up and get on fire and that we would get the gospel to more people so that they escape these times as well. 
and don't have to worry about these times. I pray this in Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together, can we? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. All right, saints, God bless you. Love you. See you, Lord willing, tomorrow.